Nehemiah chapter 7, verse 1. Now it came to pass when the wall was built, and I had set up the doors, and the porters, and the singers, and the Levites were appointed, too, that I gave my brother Hanani and Hananiah the governor of the castle charge over Jerusalem, for he was a faithful man and feared God above many. This isn't nepotism because Nehemiah picked Hananiah not because he was his brother, but because he was faithful and trustworthy and a man of God. He had appointed the porters and the singers to serve in the temple because whenever there is a temple, there has to be Levites in it worshiping and Levites watching the doors. Did you know that when you enter the gates of heaven, there will be angels watching the doors and they will watch you as you come in? And there will be angels in heaven worshiping the Lord as you enter in. And that is why there had to be these Levites doing these things, because the temple represents God's throne room. 3. And I said unto them, Let not the gates of Jerusalem be opened until the sun be hot. And while they stand on guard, let them shut the doors, and bar ye them. And let watches be appointed of the inhabitants of Jerusalem, every one in his watch, and every one to be over against his house. Nehemiah knows that they're in danger from all sides. The pagans around them do not want the wall. They have to stand guard at every door and every tower. And they can't open the door unless the sun is at its highest point so they can see the enemy coming. Nehemiah had also told them to watch in the area of where their own house was. And that's most fair. That way they don't have to walk a long distance to keep watch somewhere else. For now the city was wide and large, but the people were few therein, and the houses were not builded. They're doing a lot with just a few amount of people, but God is with them. 5. And my God put into my heart to gather together the nobles and the rulers and the people, that they might be reckoned by genealogy. And I found the book of the genealogy of them that came up at the first, and I found written therein. Now he's going to read what he found in that book of genealogy that shows who's related to who and how they're all connected in the family of God. Now you and I aren't supposed to practice genealogy searches because we're under the new covenant and anyone can be grafted into the kingdom of God. So in the new covenant, genealogy is not an issue because we can be grafted into God's family by faith. I'm grafted in and it doesn't matter who my father was. But in the Old Covenant, they needed to know that the Israelites were Israelites because they had to obey God's laws, and God had rules about the Israelites. But this is what he found written in that book. 6. These are the children of the province that went up out of the captivity of those that had been carried away, whom Nebuchadnezzar the king of Babylon had carried away, and that returned unto Jerusalem and to Judah, everyone unto his city. Now Nehemiah is going to read off the names of the people that returned to Jerusalem, and I believe this will include the ones who returned previously in the book of Ezra. 7. Who came with Zerubbabel, Jeshua, Nehemiah, Azariah, Ramiah, Nehemani, Mordecai, Bishlon, Mizpareth, Bigvi, Nehem, Bana, the number of the men of the people of Israel. Now those are the original men that were taken into captivity, and that includes Mordecai, who is Queen Esther's uncle, who was taken into captivity. But what we're going to read is the people who came back. They were not only taken, but they also came back. So we're not going to read the names of people who were still in Persia. 
or the other nations. These names and the numbers are almost exactly the same as what we find in the book of Ezra chapter 2. The scroll that he found with this genealogy is what was written by Ezra in the book of Ezra. Eight, the children of Parosh, 2,170 and 2. Nine, the children of Shephatiah, 370 and 2. Ten, the children of Era, 650 and 2. Eleven, the children of Pehath Moab, of the children of Jeshua and Joab, 2,818. Twelve, the children of Elam, 1,250 and 4. Thirteen, the children of Zatu, 840 and 5. 14. The children of Zakai, 703 score, that's 760. 15. The children of Benui, 640 and 8. 16. The children of Bebai, 620 and 8. 17. The children of Asgad, 2320 and 2. 18. The children of Adonikam, 603 score and 7, that's 667. 19. The children of Bigvi, 2,003 score and 7. That's 2,067. 20. The children of Adin, 650 and 5. 21. The children of Atter, of Hezekiah, 90 and 8. 22. The children of Hashem, 320 and 8. 23. The children of Bezai, 320 and 4. 24. The children of Hereth, 112. All these names are names of towns, and the number behind the name is the number of people from that town who were taken captive. 25. The children of Gibeon, 90 and 5. 26. The men of Bethlehem and Netophah, 104 score and 8. That's 188. 27. The men of Anathoth, 120 and 8. 28. The men of Beth Asmaveth, 40 and 2. 29. The men of Kirith, Jerim, Chephira, and Beeroth, 740 and 3. 743 were from those three towns altogether. 30. The men of Ramah and Geba, 620 and 1. 31. The men of Michmas, 120 and 2. 32. The men of Bethel and Ai, 120 and 3. 33. The men of the other Nebo, 50 and 2, which means there must be two towns called Nebo. 34. The children of the other Elam, 1,250 and 4. There's two towns called Elam. 35. The children of Haram, 320. 36. The children of Jericho, 340 and 5. 37. The children of Lod, Hadid, and Ono, 720 and 1. 38. The children of Sena, 3,930. 39. The priests. The children of Jediah of the house of Jeshua, 973. So there's 973 priests in the mix. And their father is Jeshua, which is interesting because that's a derivation of the name of Jesus. And Jesus is our high priest eternal. 40. The children of Immer, 1,050 and 2. Now, Immer is a town. 41. The children of Peshur, 1,240 and 7. 42. The children of Harem, 1,017. 43. The Levites, the children of Jeshua, of Cadmiel, of the children of Hodiah, 70 and 4. 
74 Levites from Jeshua, 44 the singers, the children of Asaph, 140 and 8. And Asaph and Heman were both famous singers who were appointed to do music and instruments in King David's time. And now 148 of his descendants had been taken captive by the Babylonians. 45 the porters, which is the Levites who watch the doors of the temple. The children of Shalem, the children of Atter, the children of Talman, the children of Akab, the children of Hatita, the children of Shobai, a hundred thirty and eight. So a hundred and thirty-eight of all of those families from all of those men who were porters at the temple doors. 46. The Nethanim, those are the temple assistants, the children of Ziha, the children of Hasupa, the children of Tabaoth. Those are all men and their families who were Nethanim. 47. The children of Keros, the children of Sai, the children of Pedon. 48. The children of Lebana, the children of Hagaba, the children of Salmai. 49. The children of Hanan, the children of Gedel, the children of Gehar. 50. The children of Riah, the children of Rezin, the children of Nekoda. And I believe all these names are Nethanim. 51. The children of Gazim, the children of Uzzah, the children of Pasiah. 52. The children of Besai, the children of Meanim, the children of Nephishasim. All of these Nethanim are Levites, temple assistants. 53. The children of Bakbuk, the children of Hakufa, the children of Harher. 54. The children of Basileth, the children of Mehida, the children of Harsha. 55. The children of Barcos, the children of Sisera, the children of Tema. 56. The children of Neziah, the children of Hatephah. 57. The children of Solomon's servants, the children of Sotai, the children of Sophereth, the children of Perida. Now it's reading off the king's personal servants who were Levites. They would help transport the king from the palace to the temple and back again. And these are their descendants. 58. The children of Jala, the children of Darkon, the children of Gedel. 59. The children of Shephatiah, the children of Hatil, the children of Pochereth Hazabam, the children of Ammon. 60. All the Nethanim and the children of Solomon's servants were 390 and 2. So from all those names in the last 10 or so verses, all those people added up to 392. And they were all temple assistants, including the king's personal assistants. 61. And these were they that went up from Telmalah, Telharsha, Cherub, Adon, and Immer. But they could not tell their father's houses nor their seed whether they were of Israel. These that are going to be named now are most likely genuine Levites, but they had lost their genealogical records and they couldn't prove it. Therefore, they could not serve in the temple without the proof of being Levites. But in order to obey God's law, they couldn't serve without that proof. 62. The children of Deliah, the children of Tobiah, the children of Nicoda, 640 and 2. 63. And of the priests, the children of Hebiah, the children of Hakaz, the children of Barzillai, who took a wife of the daughters of Barzillai the Gileadite, and was called after their name. 
what happened was a priest who was named Barzillai married one of the daughters of Barzillai, meaning that he just happened to have the same name as his father-in-law. So they started calling his father-in-law Barzillai the Gileadite to differentiate between the two men because the son-in-law was not a Gileadite, he was a Levite, but the father-in-law was a Gileadite. And that's all that this verse means. This woman, whoever she was, her father was named Barzillai, and so was her husband. But her father was Barzillai the Gileadite. 64. These sought their register, that is, the genealogy, but it was not found. Therefore were they deemed polluted and put from the priesthood. And that's because, again, they couldn't prove their genealogy. They couldn't serve as priests, but... They did ask God later if they would be allowed to eat from the same food that the priests ate, even if they couldn't actually do the sacrifices. 65. And the Tirshatha said unto them that they should not eat of the most holy things till there stood up a priest with Urim and Thummim. Tirshatha means governor. So the governor had said that until we have the priest wearing the ephod, the breastplate, with the Urim and the Thummim, we won't know if God will allow you to eat. But if God says yes, then you can eat, even though you don't have the lineage that allows you to serve. Now they would be eating from the sacrifices if God says yes. And that would be if the Urim, which is a stone behind the breastplate, lights up. That would mean yes. But if the Thummim lights up, that would be God saying no. But they won't have that until they have a temple then they can have a high priest. Then the high priest can wear an ephod, and they can ask God, and the breastplate will light up on one side or the other, and then they will know. So they had to wait. 66. The whole congregation together was 40 and 2,303 score. 42,360. 67. Beside their men servants and their maid servants, of whom there were 7,300 Thirty and seven, and they had two hundred forty and five singing men and singing women. They had servants in addition to that and singers. Sixty-eight. Their camels four hundred thirty and five. Their asses six thousand seven hundred and seventy. In the Bible, the animals and the provisions are always mentioned because God provides, and it shows you that this is what God gave them. And animals are important creatures too. Everything is important to the Lord. He keeps track of everything. And we should keep track of all of his blessings that he's given us and thank him daily for all of his blessings. 69. And some from among the heads of fathers' houses gave unto the work. The Tirshatha gave to the treasury a thousand derricks of gold, fifty basins, five hundred and thirty priests' tunics. The governor gave gold and fine linen tunics for the priests to wear, which was really expensive. 70. And some of the heads of fathers' houses gave into the treasury of the work 20,000 derricks of gold and 2,200 pounds of silver. Now remember, all this same information is in Ezra chapter 2. Nehemiah copied what was in Ezra chapter 2. That's another thing that helps us to know that the Bible is true. Information was carefully passed down from generation to generation accurately. 71. And that which the rest of the people gave was 20,000 derricks of gold and 2,000 pounds of silver and threescore and seven priests' tunics. 
that's 67 tunics given by the people, and then all of that extra gold given by the chiefs of the houses. 72. So the priests and the Levites and the porters and the singers and some of the people and the Nethanim and all Israel dwelt in their cities. And when the seventh month was come and the children of Israel were in their cities. Right now, I'm going to read what is in Nehemiah chapter 8, where it's going to finish that sentence, but then I'll start with this sentence again when we get to chapter 8. This is Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 1. All the people gathered themselves together as one man into the broad place that was before the water gate. And they spoke unto Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had commanded to Israel. This is still a transcription of what was in the book of Ezra. Continuing on. And this is the end of Nehemiah chapter 7 in this Hebrew Bible. Unfortunately, the chapters are cutting off in different places than they would in your Bible that you're reading at home. So I'm sorry if that confuses you. In the next episode, we'll start with Nehemiah chapter 8, but we'll recap this last verse in Nehemiah 7. And that concludes Nehemiah chapter 7.